Good morning, Faith family. We're excited to go further with you on some things that we heard this past Sunday. I'm fired it, up this week, Bo. There's a lot of good stuff to cover. It's been a good week. Um, I got ordained as an elder Very this happy past for you, brother. It, yes. it's, it's been awesome. We were uh, there. We saw it. It happened. It, it has been a incredibly humbling and, and very encouraging process. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about what Dr. Scott Moody said uh, last week mm-hmm. on the show. He said, remember, he told the story about guarding the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the advice he gave me. And I've been reflecting on that. And it reminded me of a story. There's this young uh, hotshot theology student. He shows up for class on his first day, and he walks up to the professor, and he says, Professor, I'd really like to uh, learn more about apologetics. I want to learn how to guard the faith well. Uh, Remember, that's what Dr. Scott Mooney told us, uh, guard the bank. That's the biggest thing he can teach us uh, or encourage us in. And so that's what this this young kid wants to learn how to do. And so the professor says this, if you want to learn how to guard the faith, I want you to meet me at the beach tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And the guy's like, okay. He walks off. He's sure enough, though, he shows up the next morning at 6 a.m. And they, the professor says, come with me out into the water. And so he goes out into the water. He's ankle deep. And he says, come a little further. No pun intended. Come a little further. They get waist deep. Come a little further, he says. Before he knows it, the guy is neck deep in water. And out of nowhere, the professor just tackles him. And he's holding him under. And the student is fighting and clawing for air, trying to catch his breath. Um, and, and finally, the professor lets him up. And this is what he says. He says, when you depend on God's word as much as you depend on fresh air in your lungs, I'm not going to have to teach you mm. to guard it. Um, and I so often, just thinking about what Dr. Scott Moody said uh, last week, I so often want to guard the bank Mm -hmm. with my own wisdom um, without going to God's word first. But that's not what he invites us to do. He invites us to abide in his word and um, camp out there and meditate on it day and night. And um, so that's just been, as I have said yes in this process, that has been the biggest encouragement to me is that I don't have to guard my bank, guard the bank on my own wisdom. Love it. Um, Love it. I just depend on God's word. Well, I think that's we as humans, especially we as men, is we want to guard, defend, define, right? right. And, and when we look at the Bible, the word of God, some things we can't define. You see these miracles that happen in the Bible, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. I mean, good luck explaining those with anything that we have within our grasp on the world today. Look at the battle uh, uh, with Gideon and how he took over the Midianites. And just look at the, some of the things that happened in these verses. In 16 through 20, it talks about Gideon, uh, the, the battle plan given to Gideon from God, uh, that God can even inspire plans, inspire strategies to win these battles, right? You win think that God would have a play a hand in that, right? But he does here. Going on, moving on along the chapter, the verse mentions a sword for the Lord, but ironically, no swords were even used to conquer the opposing army, only torches, trumpets, and jars, right? So I kept going back to this theme walking out on Sunday. Don't put limits on God. Don't try to explain these miracles. Miracles are not easily explained. I mean, that's why they are miracles, right? So don't feel inadequate when you can't explain some of these things that you see in, in this story of like Gideon or even in the in the New Testament. I mean, look, I'm a huge fan of, of STEM education, science, technology, engineering, and math. But even our highest level of education, even the smartest people we have to offer on this on this globe cannot explain some of these miracles yet they happen. So look, don't put limits on God. Don't feel like you have to define everything you see in the word of God. 
just be thankful that it's there. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a huge takeaway for me as well. And not just in God's word, but also in our personal stories in the sanctification journey. There are things that make sense to me. And it's like, okay, God wants to use this gift or this natural talent of mine. Um, but there are also things that are thorns in my side mm. that God is using. Um, and he's using that to humble me and to keep me dependent on him. And that is a beautiful thing. Uh, I loved, he point out uh, one of my favorite verses, second Corinthians 12 verses nine and 10. Mm. It says this, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And that is, that's the Christian walk. That's it. That's it. And one of the ways that we become stronger is through the word of God. On, on Sunday, Dr. Moody told us not to trust dreams. Don't trust the weather. Uh, look, I'll, I'll take it a step further this week. Remember in season one, early on, if you'll remember, we talked about the precepts and the, pro and the providence of God. If you'll remember, precepts of God are the commandments, right? Black right. and white. Do, don't do. Yeah. Prod providence of God is more of the answers, the guidance, looking for the Holy Spirit to show you what to do in certain situations that are not black and white. What I took out of that, look, reflecting back to that, also applies here. Don't trust your emotions. Don't trust new trends in the world with making decisions. It may sound harsh, but look, don't trust the world in general. With your soul, trust the word of God. Look for precept. Look for providence second. Don't look for the world to answer those questions. Yeah. The, the, the providence is uh, affirming the precepts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, it made me think about Dr. Moody's line from this past Sunday in the Christian life is a series of new beginnings. Look, that that's yeah. my life, yep. no doubt about it. Uh, it made me remember not to be discouraged. And I would re remind you not to be discouraged if that reflects your life as well. Take joy in keeping that perspective. I'll use an analogy this week of a mutual fund. Shout out to uh, Dave Ramsey out there. But Woot. if you're looking at a mutual fund and you know thinking about how you want to invest and where you want to invest, whether it's an international fund or an aggressive growth fund, whatever that looks like, you're going to take a certain perspective of that fund, right? If you look at it just from a week, a day, or a month, that mutual fund may look terrible. The return could be negative. You're, the downward trend could make you very scared about investing in that. But when you're making that kind of decision, that kind of investment, you want to take a bigger perspective, right? You want to look at the trend of that mutual fund from a year, three years, five years, even longer, depending on the size of your investment or the goal of your investment. Do the same with your Christian walk. Yeah. Think about the bad decisions you've made when you've dissented from Christ. Yes, that humbles you, right? You remember that. You remember that shame, that guilt. But also, if you're a believer, if you're a disciple of Christ, keep the long-term perspective. That's right. Remember the upward trend, how your sanctification continues to grow closer to Christ. So I, I would just remind you, take those two perspectives this week. Take the perspective of remembering the bad times in your life, those negative snapshots, but keep the long-term perspective as well. Yeah, humbled and encouraged. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, as we have gone through this this week and reflecting back on, on Dr. Moody's uh, sermon and adding in our own highlights, I've reflected on my life. But Bo, I bet you've done the same as you've walked through this time of becoming an elder, right? Oh, you've you've kind of yeah. taken a step back and looked <clears throat> at your life. What's that been like? Yeah, it, it has been exactly what you just said. Um, 
I talked about this Monday uh, when I was giving my testimony that it would be easy. It would be tempting to just run through the list of why I'm disqualified mm. um, or, um, you know, all my imperfections, but God is still using my brokenness for his glory. And, and that's the testimony. That's, that's what I want to share. And that's where I want to lead from is I, I, I believe Dr. Moody said this this past Sunday of fighting from a place of victory rather than fighting for victory. Um, and that, that is my testimony, my testimony, as I think about, um, and I've thought a lot about it and not only preparing for Monday night, but just in general saying yes to this type of title, um, and this type of position within the local church, it's important to me. And, uh, I want to make sure that I'm honoring God as I say yes to this. And it's easy to get caught up in those things and magnifying those things. And I think those things are important that are, are individual testimony because they keep us humble. Like we talked about the thorn in our flesh, but if we stay there and we get lost there, um, that's not what the Lord has for us. He is doing a mighty work. And that has been the most encouraging thing as I reflect back on my whole testimony from Mm -hmm. the time I said, yes, and the Lord saved me through the entire sanctification process. Yes, I have wandered in darkness, but the Lord has been faithful even when I have not been. Mm. And that's the testimony. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, one way that we can be faithful in our walk with Christ is to be in the Word of God. So that's our challenge to you this week, whether it's been a day, week, month, years even, since you've picked up the Bible. Do it this week. You'll be blessed for it, and the Holy Spirit will fill you up for it. I promise you that. Yeah, such a a simple and elementary ask of you, the viewer. Um, But seriously, turn us off and pick up God's Word. I I know that's for us, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So often we take it for granted. It's like, oh, well, going back to the the silly story I told at the beginning, do we truly depend on God's Word? Mm -hmm. Are we truly seeking it every day the way we need air in our lungs? Because that is what God's Word is to us. It needs to be a vital part of our daily life. Absolutely. And so that's our challenge is, I love that get in the Word, stay in the Word. Um, Guys, we want to thank you for coming further with us this week, but we'd like to invite you to go and be the church.